Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, your host and chief monkey, and this is the Wall Street Oasis podcast. Join me as I talk to some of the community's most successful and inspirational members to gain valuable insight into different career paths and life in general. Let's get to it. Another interesting chat with the WSO interns. If you're interested in applying to the internship, please check out the show notes. There's a link right there. Enjoy. So we got Adrian and is it Hoheen? Yeah, yeah. You can call me Colin. Colin? Yeah. Cool, guys. Where are you guys looking? I'm in, I'm in California right now with my fake office behind me. How about you, Adrian? Nice. I'm in, uh, I'm in Connecticut right now, but uh, I, I like live in California. We spoke last week, right? Yes. Where in Cali are you from originally? Palo Alto. Oh, okay, cool. I'm, uh, I live in Saratoga. You know, I lived in, Sar- in Palo Alto for two years, right near Stanley. Really? really? Nice. California Ave? So, wait, say that again? You know California Ave right near Stanford campus or no? It's like where yes. the farmer's markets are. Not near, not too near the downtown. Yes, uh, I think so. I'm like, I'm pretty familiar with Palo Alto because I lived there for like five years more or less. So oh, nice. yeah, I have a pretty good understanding of like the city. Nice. Yeah. How about you, uh, Colin? Uh, I'm now in Canada, but I'm from Hong Kong. I just come to Canada for uh, studying a degree. Yeah. Nice. Where? What school? Uh, Simon Fraser University. Which one? Uh, Simon Fraser University. Uh, okay. Cool. Vancouver. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Vancouver's beautiful. I love it there. I haven't been in a long time though. What do you? Uh, when do you graduate? Uh, probably next year. Yeah, after the summer. And how about you, Adrian? Remind me. Uh, I just graduated high school and I'm taking a gap year. So, right. and what are you doing in the gap year? Uh, well, like this internship, I was doing a like a tokenized commodities internship, where like you know that's definitely like a new realm, uh, certainly within like the financial sector. So, kind of getting like an intro to blockchain, and then um, you know just kind of working on like you know my analytical quantitative skills you know for like you know econ major yeah it's it's awesome that you're um starting so early do you know where you want to go i think we talked about this a little bit right yeah yeah well like you know i'm gonna be applying to schools except you know definitely on the east coast because like you know like i said i'm from palto except i'm in connecticut right now because like my family's looking to move like on the east coast so i'm probably gonna go to college here like uh in this region a lot of good, a lot of good schools out there. Definitely. Yeah, I'm from the Boston area, so like I, I went to a school in like Western Mass called Williams College. It's like a liberal arts, small liberal arts school. It's definitely a pretty, yeah. a pretty good feeder into into um, it's a pretty good feeder into like Wall Street and finance careers actually. Um, yeah, well then I, I guess like I have a I have a question for you then. Does did going to like a liberal arts like just like a smaller school? did that change things for like alumni networking and stuff? Was it like more difficult to network, I guess? Cause you know, there may have been less alumni or. 
like yeah, it's not you don't have as many alum like on the street but i think the ones that are there really pull for you heavily and really? yeah so like it depends on the depends on the school right so if like you're talking like if you're like a liberal arts college that is ranked like 20th versus one of the top liberal arts colleges it's ranked like in the top three it's very very different right definitely it's like at the top few there's like a very strong wall street tie into there absolutely uh, so so like you go to goldman you go to morgan stanley you go to there's williams alums everywhere right so less limited um but if you go like just down the whatever rankings you know 10 to 20 spots the the pickings will be much much lower whereas if you're at a finance program at like a certain state school right even if the rankings overall of the university aren't great, some of them have actually decent feeders into uh, those types of roles. So it's kind of like similar to like the IVs, um, where even though know, there's no finance majors, there's no accounting majors, it's all like economics. They right. feed pretty well um, into you know as a target school into these into these firms. So, um, hey Anthony, welcome. Um, so yeah pretty small crew today so yeah. yeah if you have any questions but before oh, we got a couple more people coming in hey colin thanks for putting on your video <laughs> always good to see faces let me see if i can change this gallery view yeah gallery view is more fun um so do you guys um yeah i guess adrian i would say you know look at look at everything you know look at the university rankings we have and try to find a good fit for you um like personality wise and just like the experience you want to have absolutely yeah. are you looking to stay close to connecticut well i mean i like i guess connecticut's like a small state so like you know there's not like a ton of colleges in there but like you know i'm looking i think like the furthest south i'm going is like virginia maybe you know like either uva yeah. William and Mary, and then um, you know, kind of moving up from there until like uh Boston, but um, you know, not really looking west either. Um yeah. so that's cool. So Colin, you're graduating next year, you said? Yeah. So what's the plan? What do you got going now? Um probably want to get the permanent resident in Canada first. Uh-huh. And I wanna apply for the maybe commercial banking um the program for the graduation and i would try to apply for the ibank uh the position like maybe the sales or trading mm -hmm. or yeah that is my goal but how do you right get the now, how do you get the uh the canadian uh how long you have to be there six years or something or five years uh because i'm from hong kong there's a new policy for hong kong people once oh. you graduate your degree you will get the pr immediately Oh, you get permanent residence immediately. And then yeah, how, yeah, long yeah. To, how long to citizenship? Do you want to stay there that long? Uh, two years, two more years. That's nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're gonna, your plan is to stay in Vancouver area or, or you maybe go to Toronto? Uh, maybe move to Toronto because it would be more opportunities. Yeah, a lot there. <laughs> Vancouver is beautiful, but it's a little bit smaller on the finance front. Yeah. Cool. Um, hi, Tola. Hi, uh, Shaikh, I think you said. Shaikh, I hope I didn't butcher it too badly. Um, Tola or Anthony or Shaikh, any any questions on your side for like what your plan is, um, or what you know, anything you can share in terms of next next year when you're graduating? 
we got Adrian, who's super young here, hasn't even started college. We've got Colin, who's about to finish um, next year. And Colin, do you have do you have uh, internships lined up? Um, Besides really. this one? Yeah, 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 this one. This but I'm right now working in a TD bank. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a part-time bank teller. Yeah. Do you have, um, you started classes up again, so you're, you're full-time in school or no? Yeah, I'm full-time in school. Yeah. Do you want to maybe one uh, one time on the call we can do a resume review for your for your resume at some point? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you want, yeah. you can send it to Nabil, and maybe next Friday we can join and and do one for you if you want. Okay, yeah, that's good. Thank you very I think, much. I think it helps everybody, and it's it's because um, then everyone can be like, oh, my resume does the same thing. I should probably improve that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want that, you can just send a Word version over to, to Nabil. And we'll try to pull it up next next week. Mm. Thanks for putting on your camera. Where are you where are you located, Tola? Hi, good evening. Hi. Um, sorry I joined in late. It's okay. Where are you located? Okay. Um, can you just uh, can you run me through what I meant to say? I didn't get the introduction. Oh, we're just chatting. Um, we it's a pretty small group this uh, this week. Um, we're just chatting about like ways that can potentially help and give advice on careers and finance. And, um, you know, we have people who've graduated, we have people who are in school, um, who are about to go to school. So they're trying to understand like where, how to position themselves. Um, how about you? What's your situation? Okay. Um, thank you everyone. My name is Omotola Square. Um, from Lagos, Nigeria. I work as an investment banker, a corporate finance analyst, um, with lead capital investment bank. Yeah, cool. so basically, I just have a year experience in investment banking. And then when I saw the opportunity, um, the Wall Street um, internship, so I said, okay, let me grab the opportunity to see one of two things I can learn to improve myself. Um, because it has always been my dream to um, work in an investment bank in Wall Street, New York, and those financial markets. So I just believe that um, coming here to meet people and to bond with people to um, give me the global perspective of investment banking, how it runs beyond you, the four of doing, Nigeria. You've been doing but you've already been doing banking for a year. Are you? What type of transactions are you doing? Uh, it's out of Lagos, right? Yeah, more of project finance. Um, project finance, capital raise, either from the debt or equity markets. Um, because you know Nigeria is a developing Nigeria is a developing economy, so we have a lot of projects. Mm -hmm. real estate, um, construction. Yeah. And um, so then for Nigeria, basically, um, interest rates are quite high. Yeah. Like in the U.S. where rates are low. So yeah. um, we tend to have more of um, um, foreign portfolio investors looking at Nigerian space. So there are a lot of investment opportunities in Nigeria. So um, a lot of projects, construction, financing, and also... Nice. And so your clients are like developers and whatnot or whatever, and you go raise funds for them. And um, Yes. Developers, institutional investors, pension fund administrators, banks. Cool. Do you like it so far? Or is it, are you working long hours there in Lagos or is it, is it pretty reasonable? Yeah, I like it. Um, it's just um, the challenge is just the distance from um, the office to my house is quite a lot of distance. Oh no. And um Investment banking is interesting. I actually made a cross from consulting accounting to investment banking. Oh, cool. And for the past one year, I like it. That's cool, man. Well, congrats on the move and on uh, joining here. Hopefully it's helpful to you and 
helps build your CV and your resume. Yes, thank you. So um, the question I have, how yeah. are we going to, how can we improve on our networking and meeting people and helping, helping ourselves to become better financial analysts, investment bankers? Yeah, so I think a couple of ways. Well, you'll earn free financial modeling courses with this internship as you put in more time. So definitely take advantage of those courses for skill development, just so you get faster and learn how to play the instruments well, the instruments being Excel and PowerPoint. So what makes you a good junior analyst or banker is efficiency, attention to detail, and just uh, a hunger to work and not complain. <laughs> Basically go to work with a smile every day and be efficient and be able to put out a lot of work product in a short amount of time. So the way you do that is you practice the right way, the instrument the right way. Um, it's funny because we've been doing this, um, a lot of interviews for a separate part of the, of Wall Street Oasis for, um, where we kind of help place analysts, senior analysts and associates at investment banks. Um, and a lot of the people we interview will say they have, their experts in Excel are very advanced in Excel, but then when we interview them, um, their, their hands are going to their mouse the whole time. <laughs> they're slow. They're not using all the quick keys because they haven't, or they, they have developed too many bad habits. So that hand just automatically goes off the keyboard. And so if you're being honest with yourself, it takes a long time to develop, um, real proficiency and real speed in those programs. And so I would say when you get the free courses from us, as you put in hours, really spend a lot of time in those because you're going to get a ton of value out of it. Not just, not just like, uh, at your current job, but just if in your future jobs later on, just to show, um, you know, how efficient you are and just the, the performance on the job. So I would say definitely do that in terms of networking. That's just, that's just like pure brute force, getting on the phone, making sure you have a good story, um, in terms of like how to sell yourself. Right. So being friendly, um, being persistent yet humble, all these things matter, but I mean, LinkedIn is your friend. Are you on LinkedIn? Tola? I didn't get the last six minutes. Are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Tola um, Otukoya. Can we, is there like a WhatsApp group that we can always communicate often? Uh, for the group? Yes. You can use the Slack. I think there's some Slack groups. Let me see here. Um, blah, blah, blah. I think we had some additional channels we added to the intern chat where there's a sheet actually, actually, yeah, there's a sheet attached to the top of the Slack group that has a file for networking, a networking data sheet. So you can put your information in there and then try to find other people to reach out to and, and talk with to get more information. That's a great way because a lot, there's a lot of people in the internship in kind of similar positions. So I would do that. I would definitely put your name in that um, in that data sheet, that networking data sheet. But more more importantly than that, that's good for like talking peer to peer and learning about people who are trying to break in or recently broke in. Um, I think LinkedIn is is really your your biggest chance because you can send like 100 connection requests a day, pretty fast, pretty fast, targeted. Um, so if you're like, hey, investment banking. Boom, 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 boom. And then what happens is, you know, from 100 a day, it's 700 a week. Um, you probably only get, a, you know, 100 connections a week. But that's about 5,000 by the end of the year. Yes. And 
out of those 5,000 connections, you're like, well, why are you just collecting connections? No, no, no. It's not just about collecting the connections. Now you have their email, right? Now you have their email because you can get their email once you're a connection. And if you have their email, then you can send out an email asking for a quick call. And out of those 5,000 people in the year, you're probably going to be able to get on the phone with uh, 1% to 3% um, of them, which is a lot of phone calls. Yes. Right. And then, so from those calls, you now suddenly people know you in all the markets, the potential markets you want to go to. And that's in one year of work. And it's not that 100 connections a day. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Not really, <laughs> because you can have the same message to, hi, I'm told I'm, you know, working in investment banking in Lagos. Um, I saw that you're working in London. Um, I would, and, you know, looks like you've had a lot of success. I'd love to uh, connect with you and, and potentially maybe uh, chat on the phone at some point in, in, in the future if you're open to it. All the best, Tola. There you go. Thank you very much. You send that You send that 100 times a day, but you change it. Obviously, if you're talking to people in London, you send the London thing. If suddenly you're in New York, you do the New York thing. Um, I say London because London's probably easier with the visa issues. Um, so yes, you- with the time zone, London, with- we share like London. London is like one hour ahead of Lagos. Exactly, so it's pretty close. Yeah, exactly. So I think if you do those steps, where you really treat the networking as something long term, event, and if you stay in touch with these people, let them know I just did another deal on this. You know, every six ish months, I would love to learn if there's an opportunity at your bank or at your firm, blah, blah, blah. And you start, you actually get on the phone with a few of these people. And then one of them, for some reason, really loves you, takes you under your, takes you under their wing and says, okay, Tola, I'm going to get you ready for these interviews. You come in and yeah, you do well, well, then you have the offer. Sorry for cutting. One of the challenge I face personally is because of distance barrier, um, it's always very difficult to get investment banking opportunities in like London, New York, because most times they will have you, they'll need you to be in the location. When they, let, when they ask, are you, do you reside in London? Do you reside in New York? And you say, no. Most times it's always a barrier because of location. So how, like, are there opportunities for people who are in like a different location? You need to, you need to get so the job. Absolutely. But you need to get the job, right? You can get a work visa if the company decides to hire you. So you just have to get somebody on the inside to believe in you to tell HR, give Tola an interview. But getting that person on the inside is always a challenge. Getting what? Getting that person on the inside. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That is the game. That is the game. But you're not, you're not sending out five messages a day and hoping. You're, you're brute forcing breaking yourself in by giving you incredible odds by, <laughs> by hitting up tons of people with the right message, the right tone. You're, you're getting on enough phone calls where you actually start getting better at the questions you're asking. You're doing research, you're, you're practicing the craft, you're reading on the forums, so you're getting more knowledge around the different groups at the different banks. So when you get on the phone, you're not completely clueless about the deals they've done recently. Do you, you know what I mean? And those like little subtle things, those things matter because it's gonna, it's gonna change how, you know, what their impression is of you um, when they get on the phone with you. So, um, you know, if you can show a lot of knowledge, you're already in the industry, so you're getting some relevant experience, but you need to show that you're like an all-star, right? 
Um, and you need to show that you're very well spoken, you understand the not industry, you understand the groups, you understand the types of deals they do. Because you don't tell them that, but you, the questions you ask show that. And then suddenly they're like, oh, wow, this, this guy has great questions, <laughs> really detailed questions. He really understands the industry. And they're thinking to themselves, maybe I should give this guy a shot. Maybe I should put my neck out there and talk to HR and say, hey, we should really interview this guy. And that's what it takes, though. But it's a process because it's very hard to sound intelligent when you don't necessarily know exactly the deals are going on. It's hard to find that information. Um, in your initial 10, 15 calls, you're going to be nervous and or fumbling on yourself. But like, that's just that skill of interviewing and talking and networking, getting on the phone with people. That's probably the most important skill of your career. So you might as well get it out of the way. <laughs> like whether it's a phone call information interview or a real interview, you might as get you might as well get really good at selling yourself. Okay. I agree with you. You might as well do it. What's the point? What you know, you can wait now, you can do it, start doing it now, or you can start doing it in three years or five years, but you're just, you know, all you're doing is just delaying any sort of rapid advancement. Um, even if all this networking leads to nothing. Are you telling me that after talking to 50 people, you're not going to be more well-versed, more well-spoken. You're not going to be better at your job. Even if you stay in Lagos, I think you'll be, you'll be better. You'll be more confident. You'll speak up in meetings better. You know what I mean? All, all this stuff, public speaking, selling yourself, you know, talking to your bosses, there, getting promoted. Um, all these things will, uh, they kind of feed on themselves. You just get a lot more comfortable. Yes. I agree with you. There was a time when I was anchoring a financial, um, like uh, financial, where I bring on analysts. I was a presenter of the show, Green Money. So basically, I'll bring analysts to the show, talk about the markets, the Nigerian markets, the debt markets, mutual funds, and different kind of investments. Yeah, it went viral actually, and I was getting a lot of analysts that were coming to, were trying to come on board to the show. Although the show couldn't last for a long while, for that period, I actually gained that. Um, that attraction, the likes, the comments on LinkedIn, and it was, it was awesome. Yeah, so that's great. I think doing more of that, um, putting yourself out there, I think is a good thing. But doing it in a humble way, um, a way that you know you don't try to act like you know everything, um, but you're doing the homework on the in the background so that you do sound like you actually are pretty knowledgeable when you do get those calls. That's the key. And don't expect yourself to like do this for a few months and then suddenly be offered a job. I think coming from where you're coming from, like people are just going to be like, they're going to assume because you're in a developing country, like, oh, there's Tola is going to struggle because he maybe was, well, you said you were an accountant before. Yes, I'm an accountant. Yeah. So might be like, oh, he hasn't sure. had really the, the tough modeling and blah, blah, blah. You know, how many hours have you really worked per week? So, um, but if you want it, I think there's nothing, there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing stopping anybody. It's just, it's just a lot of work. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. But it, yeah, you have to practice. Cause like, just like any skill talking to people over the phone is a very important one. Selling yourself is a very important one. So, um, I'd encourage you just to, to do it, start it, start it as soon as you can. Cause you're going to be bad at the beginning and then just get better and better and better. And maybe you won't be that bad because you did the public speaking and stuff like that. So you'll be a little bit more comfortable, but I can promise you by like 30, you're going to look back to your first few calls and go like this, <laughs> like, oh man, I wish I, 
didn't say that to this person or I would, you know, oh, now I know. Now I know what I could have said. So, um, oh, we got some more people. It's getting to be a bigger call. Any questions on that Toa? I mean, are you doing that? I, I don't even, I haven't looked at your LinkedIn. Tola Utsukoya. I think I see you here. Let me type in the chat box. Were you in Houston? You have a person, what I mean, what's... You have an exact, a person with your exact name. Is it Tola Atukoya? Yes, I just put it on the chat box, Utsukoya. Are you putting it in the... You see corporate finance analyst, lead capital. Okay. Lead capital PLC. Corporate finance, team lead? Yes. Yeah, I see you. Okay, great. Do I lead a team of one person, but I'm still the team lead? <laughs> okay, so it looks like you're already doing a lot of this stuff. From what I can tell, you already have over 500 connections. Have you been able to get on many phone calls? Not at all. In fact, this is the first time I'm hearing this phone call of the thing. So it's it's kind of like changed my perspective to well, go, the go way on, I need to. Yeah, go on Wall Street Oasis, search informational interviews. Informational interviews or info interviews. And there's a lot of advice on how to do those. Can you put can you put this on the chat box? I missed the what yeah. you said. Yeah, infor, I'll put it here. Infor, informational interviews. That's basically what you want to be doing. Um, oh, cool. So you had a YouTube channel, the hub of finance. What yes. was this? What was this? This is really cool. The green money, the green money I spoke to you about. That's awesome. I love this. So it was, um, basically I was just talking about the markets and, um, so that's what brought, that's what drive me to go into investment banking. I wanted to know much because I was just an accountant. I was working as an accountant and Anchoring the financial. So you created this I, yourself, this YouTube? Yes. I created the YouTube channel. So I uploaded the video there so that whenever anybody search for me, they can always see um, see my content on YouTube. That's great. So what I'd say with that is it looks good. The video quality is a little low, meaning it's low res low resolution. I don't know if you can get the same videos uploaded, so it looks a little more professional. Um, but I think it's great that you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, any other questions from anybody else? We're talking about networking. We're talking about informational interviews. We're talking about calls, how to get comfortable selling yourself. Welcome to Sanya, Sarah, Dania, Gunjan, Aya, Amir. Welcome all of you. I think you're joining, just recently joined. But yeah, if there's any other questions um, related to your specific situation, I'd be happy to help out. So Wall Street, I have a question. Sure. So yeah, recently I've got my email regarding for the internship, but I just email in the morning to the company like, do we get kind of a certificate once I complete our 12 weeks of internship? Yes, you do. Yeah, you can see me now, I guess. Yeah, there you are. I'm looking, yeah. you, up. I'm looking you up on LinkedIn right now. Yeah, you can see my LinkedIn as well. You're in the UK? Yeah, yeah I'm based in the UK. Nice. How, how's it going there? It's going up for rainy from the morning till night. Yeah. Are you, uh, you graduate? Oh, you already graduated. Yeah, I'm already graduated. What, what are you up to now? So I'm just looking forward to write something like article like that. So 
I'm going to work on my own page, which I've already started. So, uh, have you, been, what type of roles are you looking for full-time for jobs? Financial analyst post, like forecasting, and like I have done my Python, SQL, and views. Like so FP&A kind of stuff? Sorry, say again, please. F, like FP&A, financial planning and analysis? Yeah, you can say that. Or the data analysis, we can say. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So can... uh, I completed my financial modeling and credit analysis certificate. I'm now studying in Corporate Finance Institute. I'm just doing my certificate courses. Nice. How can, I, how can I be helpful? So it's just like my other just question about like when I once I complete my 12 weeks of internship, yeah, so get I get yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no worries. And if there's any questions about the internship, happy to answer them from other people as well. Uh, Gunjan, you have your uh, hand up. What's going on? Yes. Hello, Patrick. Thank Hi. you so much for giving me this opportunity. So um, uh, I am actually graduating in December. Uh, I'm currently located in San Francisco. And yesterday only, I completed my financial modeling and valuation analyst certification from corporate finance. Yeah. I've been working really hard <laughs> to get this certification since last few months. Um, but uh, the fact is, I don't have any previous experience as such in the finance field uh, as a full-time analyst or anything like that. So how can I leverage the certifications and the skills that I have developed in last like couple of months to just land a job? Good yeah. job. Good job. Yeah. That's a great, uh, great question. Um, congratulations on graduating. Uh, first off. And so you were a university of SF, I see masters. And then you were at where's UCL. What was that? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Actually, before complete, uh, before coming here in San Francisco to um, do my second master's in financial analysis, I did uh, my first master's from London, from uh, UCL University College London in yep. the business field, majors in um, major in entrepreneurship. Yeah. But currently, I'm in San Francisco doing my master's in financial analysis, and I'll be graduating in this December. And what types of roles are you targeting? Uh, financial modeling and valuation analyst. So financial analysis. Um, any specific types of companies like investment banks uh, or? I mean, uh, yes, but actually, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to work in an investment bank? But given my situation that I don't have any previous full-time experience, I am really hesitant about like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm actually confused where to start. Should I just focus on a small uh, financial service companies and then? Yeah, good question. Yes, this is a really, uh, I think your case is really interesting. Um you're okay. First off, you're like to be applying now as as you're graduating is late because I talked to people like Adrian, who's just graduated high school and freshman and sophomore. And even then, the accelerated recruiting is so crazy nowadays. But you have a lot of positives on your application. So I think it's a really your case is really interesting. So do you want to stay in the US and the West Coast or are you looking to go back to London or where are you looking to go? No, no, no. I'll be uh, in the US yeah. and I'll be using my uh, OPT. Like I can work for like three, four years here. Okay. And let's see how it goes. And yeah. how does that, how does that work? The, the, on your resume, is it clear that you have the uh, work? Uh, 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 yes. So I'm currently on an F1 visa, which is a student visa. Mm -hmm. And uh, as my degree um, comes under STEM, so I can work here for, for like next three years. Uh, until 2026, I do have a visa, 
but if I get a full-time opportunity, I need a sponsorship, sponsorship like right. H1 and all too. Which, which makes it really hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the real burden here is the full-time. So this is the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the big problem. Okay. Good job. The places yeah. that can give you the sponsorship are the places that aren't going to even look at your application because of your background. Yeah. And the places that would be open to looking at the background don't want to sponsor you because they don't have the money to deal with the lawyers and doing all the visa stuff. Yeah, true. So it makes it tough. It doesn't mean it's impossible. But um, so what happens if you're graduating now? How are you going to keep your student visa? Uh, yeah, so um, um, I mean, I, I'm having like three months. I'll be graduating in December. So after that, I, I'm having three months to um search for the job initially i'm okay to do internships and uh full-time jobs that don't sponsor my visa but uh after uh like one year or one and a half years of experience i may want to like change the company and actually um, use my experience in uh in us itself to actually get into a good company like amazon because i do have a lot of contacts there my fiance Amazon mm -hmm. in Silicon Valley. So that is a plus point for me. But uh, the thing is, Amazon don't have entry-level jobs in finance. So I'm just planning to get a couple of years of experience and then uh, try uh, in other companies. Yeah, that's a good sponsored. idea. Yeah, because Amazon and like, like you know, uh, MNC is usually sponsored. They don't have um, problem sponsoring students. Yeah. Yeah, so... So question, so because I'm not even familiar with all the visa implications. So you only yeah. have three months. What happens after three months if you don't find a full-time job? Uh, then I may need to uh, convert my visa from F1 to the dependent visa because my uh, fiancé is in U.S. But I'm actually planning to get H1B on my student visa and don't want to convert it. So I can stay in U.S. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So but isn't H1B like a lottery? Yeah, it is lottery, but he's, he has already gotten uh, the lottery tickets and he's actually applying for a green card right now. Okay. Because, this is uh, yeah. your fiance. This is your fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So if he gets that, then you're kind of by default, once you get married, you have. Your... Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm planning to keep my visa and don't want to convert into a dependent visa. I, yeah, I wish to get. Why is it bad to convert into a dependent visa if it gets you the work authorization, the ability to stay? Sorry? Because you still need sponsorship. Uh, no, if I if I convert into a dependent visa, I won't need uh, work sponsorship. But then you know companies are um, really confused while whether whether to actually take a dependent visa holders or not because their visas are dependent on their spouses and not directly you know. So yes. if my spouse, yeah, so like I am willing to stay here for like a couple of years, but then companies i don't know what will be the mindset but like keeping all those things aside i just want to land a job good job on my own and i don't want to leverage all those things but surely i i want to leverage the contacts he has made since uh, he's in us since last 5 years so i do want to leverage the contacts but i don't want to get into this visa thing because of him i i want to keep my own visa and try to get a job on student visa itself yeah um so it doesn't sound like it's that close, but in graduating three months, you are basically three months out after the graduation. It's six months. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your LinkedIn. It looks strong, but you know, it doesn't look like you're pushing hard on the networking. Yeah. 
Um, have you, it sounds like you have some connections, but it doesn't look like you're like treating it like a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. So like, cause I can see the number of connections you have. And to me, like knowing, knowing what I know in terms of how hard people network just to get an interview. Um, yeah. There's a couple of things I would do to help you. So the first thing I would want to do is look at your resume. Okay. The thing I get nervous about is when you stack masters after masters after masters and you don't, do you have any internship experience? Uh, yes. Yeah. So actually my father uh, has its business in India and I worked there full time for two years, but I haven't like put in it in LinkedIn. I do need to do that. I helped him launch a new manufacturing line in India and it was really a successful thing to do in covid uh, where the businesses were not doing well, we really did well uh, for like continuously for two years. Yeah, and so get that on LinkedIn for sure because right yeah. now it looks you it looks like you're just like a degree collector and certification yeah. collector. Yeah, true. Whereas the and like having that tangible experience is going to be a big deal. Yes, right. And so I'd also like to see your resume. Maybe we can do a, a resume review on the call with everybody next Friday, and we can block out your name if you if you sure. Can. Sure. But I think looking at that is going to be really important. And then once that's finalized, um, I would be reaching out to at least 100 people a day on LinkedIn. Okay. And so uh, should we just message the recruiter or how should we go about networking? Like... No, not the recruiter. No, just people who are in the role that you want to be in. Okay. And so that could be um, investment bankers. That could be financial analysts. That can be anybody who has a master's degree in financial analysis. You can do lots of filters in LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Find people with similar backgrounds to you um, that might be more open to talking to you and helping you. Um, and if you do that aggressively, did you do you have good grades? Yeah, I do have. Okay. So you have top grades. You're good. The the big missing piece of your applications is is just getting to a wider breadth of people. Because yeah. if you, have, you have two master's degrees, you know, you have good grades, you have that experience manufacturing, helping offer, you have operating experience, right? So yeah. someone should want to hire you. The only problem is nobody knows about you. Correct, correct. So, um, and you're at a complete non-target, by the way. Yeah. So should I just start connecting with people or should yeah. I start connecting and messaging them and getting to know them? Like, how should I do about? No, okay. So, yeah. So all you have to do is, um, so if you want to stay in SF, you could start with people in San Francisco and the Bay Area. Area, right. And I would look at like financial analysts in the Bay Area. Okay. I just have, a, have, you know, so let's say you look at people with the title financial analyst, Bay Area. Don't go for the senior people, the senior, senior people. Yeah. Okay. You're trying to just talk to the people who have been working for a year or two years. They're often the times. So when their boss says, Oh, we need to hire somebody. Do you know anybody? Oh, right. Junior people. Do you know anybody? And be like, actually, I just had a call with, uh, with this woman who's graduating in three months. She seemed really intelligent, really nice. Maybe we could bring her in for an interview. That's how it works. So you basically need to get on a lot more people's radars. Uh -huh. to start getting interviews. Have you had a lot of interviews or any? Uh, no, actually, I'm just starting to apply. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Not... So, I'd love to see your resume before you start going crazy with the applications. Yes, sure. And I want to make sure that you don't apply to thousands of places online thinking that that's good work or working smart. Yeah. It should be the reverse. You should be applying only like 
you should be applying to only a couple hundred and reaching out to thousands and talking to trying to talk to thousands of people. Okay. So it's like a lot of people are introverted and they don't want to go make all those connections. It feels awkward. It feels weird. Right. Yeah. So what they do <laughs> happens to me. Hard workers though. So what they'll yeah. do is they'll put their head down and go apply, 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 apply. And yeah. I'm, I'm doing so much work, but the odds of you getting picked for an interview are just so low. Yeah. True. It's like you're applying in a black space where you yeah, you're just dropping your resume yeah. into a black hole and like, yeah. you know, exactly. even, the, even the, let's say you made a fake resume. I'm not saying do this. Let's say you made a fake resume from Harvard University, 4.0 GPA, mechan- you know, whatever, like some crazy degree, you know, computer science degree, the, all these awards, this, this, this. Guess what your response rate would be on online applications? What? Probably like five to 7%. Mm-hmm. And that's at like the absolute best. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. So um, now, now you're telling me, okay, wait a second. There's visa questions. You're at a non-target. Yeah. You have a master's degree and you have good grades, but there's not really a lot of internships on financial analyst stuff. There's some on operations manufacturing. Right. So yeah. now you're, you're kind of online applications become even less successful for you. Probably like under 1% response rate. True, true. Uh, so, so for me, I think better use of your time is building, um, you know, having deeper connections with fewer people. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean, but then in order to get those, those few deep connections with fewer people, you actually need to reach out to a ton of people. Yeah. But you have a tool right here that's free that gives you access and data to basically anybody in your area with the right title. Yeah. In the right geography that you could just reach out to kindly and be polite and say, hi, I noticed you work in the Bay Area, uh, financial analyst. I'm graduating in December. I would love to just um, hear about your experiences if you can spare a few minutes um, sometime in the next few weeks. Um, all the best, Moonjan. Yeah. Something like that. And you just send that out about 100 times a day to people who match that. And then you'll probably get about 10 responses a day or t- you'll probably get about 20 connections day so about 20 percent conversion from that you'll probably get about you know 10-ish responses or eight responses and from that you'll probably get about two phone calls yeah right so, or even one phone call maybe out of that but if you yeah. do that once a day there's a lot of phone calls it's like six phone calls a week five phone calls a week yeah <laughs> right and that's with people who are actually working in the jobs that you want to get into in the bay area right and then suddenly you're known you're on the radar and then when they, then I bet you within 20 phone calls like that, someone's going to give you a lead for a job and say, oh, you should apply here because they're really looking. And then you're going to talk to somebody there. I heard from da 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 that this person, then suddenly you're not doing cold outreaches, you're doing warm outreaches. Yeah. And it just all starts flowing together. It's And it becomes a lot of work, to be honest. Um, it's not easy, but um, i rather your GPA drop 0.2 points or 0.3 points and you do put more time into this than keep your 4.0 or whatever it is 3.9 yeah right right because you'll so yeah i mean what matters is the job right yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah good luck i'd be happy to look through your resume whether offline or through this sure. so should i just email you the resume for the send next it, meeting or uh, yeah send it to nabil n-a-b-i-l okay um, at wallstreetist.com and he'll have it um ready for next uh next friday no problem yeah sure thank you you're welcome wall street i just have a question like uh, i haven't got any email regarding for the meeting today 
So how can I check like where do we have the next meeting like that? It's every Friday. Uh, actually, next Friday, it's going to be a little... It's funny because I think next Friday is the first time it's actually moving earlier. It's yeah. going to be 11 a.m. Pacific, so 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, mm -hmm. Starting next Friday. Uh, you should have gotten the email. I would reach out to um, Josh at wallstreetoasis.com and say, I didn't get the email list of interns or Nabil and see. It might have just been because they haven't updated the full list or gotten the full list. Are you a new applicant recently? Yeah. That's probably why. You'll, you'll probably yeah, get it next week. So I have okay. just, I start, I'm going to start in the 2nd of November, but I just joined it now. Cool. So. Yeah. We'd love, welcome. We'd love to have you. Thank you. Um, Amir is asking, you love access to the venture capital course. Should I email Nabil? Uh, you can email Ivy at wallstreetoasis.com um, and CC Josh. So I'll put it in the chat, Ivy wallstreetoasis.com and cc josh at wallstreetoasis.com and then that way josh can confirm that you've hit the hours you need to to get um that course that course access uh maj did you have a question yeah hi how's it going uh i kind of just opened up this zoom call just on the slack chat because i have no idea also i didn't get the email either but I figured, what the hell? Let's just join this random. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just an intern. It's an intern chat that we do every Friday. All right. So yeah, I just wanted to know more about it. So like, what goes on? What did I miss? Type of thing. Uh, this is the this call every Friday is really just me trying to get back and help the interns with the career questions, answer any questions about the internship itself if there's any confusion, and then yeah, give interview tips, career tips, uh, try to help people okay. um, figure out their next step. That's really nice of you. Yeah, no. And uh, Maj, where are you located, and what's what's your what's your deal? Oh, so I'm in Abu Dhabi right now, UAE. Yeah. Uh, I I graduated as a mechanical engineer uh, about two three months ago, and honestly, I'm in a weird kind of phase where I'm pushing for a master's and all these goals that I have, but it's just all over the place. I want to work, and I'm very passionate about working. I can do anything really. Like it's not. I'm not very specific to what the career just yet i just want to so i'm kind of just throwing my resume out there trying to get whatever work i can understand what i am i'm very very curious about the financial sector hence why i joined this cool yeah no welcome yeah. welcome so uh nabil one of our top people is he's at he's in uae too you should go meet him oh sick yeah yeah, yeah. That, that honestly definitely will do yeah and and beyond and beyond Vionesh, one of our uh our guy who runs our talent um he He's out there too. So uh um, my top people. Yeah. So yeah, I think um it's hard when you're like you're an engineer, right? So, you know, yeah. you probably have the intellectual chops and you're curious and you want to like figure out exactly where to go. Um, which is good. You're young. I'd explore, I'd do that. I'd do a bunch of different internships at different startups, at different, you know, industries, whether it's like, you know, finance or banking or, you know, maybe work as an engineer as an intern somewhere, you know, um, and then try to get a sense of like where you feel like you fit best. Um, but then once you do that, I would, you're going to be better off like being like, okay, making a decision and just going in that direction. Um, eventually, maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Um, well, because, kind of my, so like my goal now is to just really, really doing a bunch of courses online. Yeah. I have a few, I already have a few internships laid out. 
but I have a few also scheduled for the down. That's why I kind of also scheduled this one for November. Yeah. But the whole hope is that I can have my goal master's choice by next year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you're on the right path that you're kind of just exploring. I think it's really smart to do a bunch of internships because you get a little peek yeah. into what it's like to work at different types. Right, of- but I'm just so impatient right now. Like I just want to <laughs> get there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now enjoy the ride, man. Enjoy the ride. You're young and you got yeah. your whole your whole life ahead of you. You'll have plenty of work. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I get that from everybody. But, but like, what is it to do at home? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It is hard. It is hard. Um, well, I mean, we do end up hiring some some of our interns, uh, you know, full time. We have done that. We have a small handful of people now have come both Nabil and Biom and UAE came from this program. Yeah, I really need to meet these guys. <laughs> yeah, you got to need them. They're great. Um, and so, you know, there is the opportunity there where, you know, if you do really well, uh, we could try to find a role for you. Um, even if it's, you know, part-time, it gets you something on the resume, it makes you, you can earn some some cash along the way. Yeah, um, that would be beautiful. Not that UAE's um, low cost of living, <laughs> it's pretty expensive there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but not to worry, not to worry. I'll take it slow, day by day type of thing. Cool. Well, welcome. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. For sure. Uh, Amir said, you sent the emails of Josh and Ivy on Slack. No, I sent it here in the chat. Uh, oh, shoot. I sent it to one person. I'm so sorry. I'll send it right here. I just sent it to, to Tola Bax. I don't know why I was sending him a direct message only. Here you go. You're welcome, Amir. Um, I got to run, unfortunately. Got another call coming up in five minutes. But um, just wanted to thank everybody for joining this week. And hopefully it was informative. Hopefully it started small. It started with like a group of two or three of us, and then it grew. Uh, but we'll try to get we'll try to get everyone's emails added for, for next week. Um, and hopefully we can do a couple resume reviews. Usually we do at least one resume review. So, Wall Street, can I ask you one thing? Yeah. Sorry to ask you in the late so is anything like uh, we uh, like maybe after 12 weeks so is this possible to join as a full-time like yeah we have we've done that yeah and and there was going to be pay for that or there's pay yeah we pay okay um, so it, but it just depends like um it's right now the budgets we've already hired a bunch of people so we hired the veal parole let me see who else we hired out of the program uh, Ankit, Farouk, and mm-hmm. Ellie. Okay. Ellie's part time. So we're a little bit tight right now in terms of like budget for bringing on new people. But if it's in 12 weeks, you know, a lot can change during that time. So, so uh, as for the like the, for the full time, so what is the criteria for getting to that? Just Do you have the, some you just, know, kind of. Uh, Kicking ass, basically, on the internship. <laughs> Being a great writer. I used to write a lot about the financing, but now I'm just going to be getting to the flow now. So it'll be like... No, being, being a great writer, doing more than the minimum. Yeah, yeah. What, would you look, what would you look for if you were me? For me, I'm looking for full-time, actually. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you were me, what what would you what would you look for before hiring somebody full-time? It's it's the obvious. So before hiring like full-time, like based on the outcome. So let's suppose if I'm giving you a big margin, if I'm giving you a big margin in profit, then definitely I'll hire. 
So in that basis, I'm thinking for. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. It's more. I'm saying like, we have like. Okay. My point is like, what would you look for in terms of like work ethic and knowledge and stuff like that? And that's that's what's gonna matter. It's people who are working the hardest, going above and beyond. I mean, we had a really big group come through this summer. The group's not as big because people wanted the summer internship. Um, but it's still a decent sized group. So it's not easy. It's already not easy, an easy internship to begin with. Um, so it's not like, and it's not like we're handing out a bunch of offers um, to everybody, but it's, if we find people who are super driven and motivated and want to help, then um, yeah, we are, we are extending offers. Yeah, this sounds good because when I, I visit to the, the topic, so it was like very interesting because I have written my dissertation on debt and credit. So on the capital structure I worked on and I gave my first publication to Science Direct like two months back. Mm -hmm. So I'm just planning if I get an option to be joined as a full time, then I'll definitely open to that. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, well, let's, let's uh, stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. I'll try to do the best. Awesome. All the best. Uh, Anthony has a question. Yes, um, I've regarding this internship. What is it that you would expect from us for this interest to do both writing, writing about the articles present to us as well as looking at the courses? Um, in terms of the internship itself, the the writing is um, and the research around the specific financial topics is is kind of the the output, the work product. The benefit of the financial modeling courses is just what you get for free. It's one of the main benefits as you um, as you go through the internship. I see. So you unlock free courses as you go. So every twenty, I think every twenty five hours. Yeah. So basically, as you do as you write write about the articles, you do the courses as well to get the full. Yeah, to get the full benefit. Yeah, I mean, just getting the courses and not using them wouldn't be. <laughs> Mm -hmm. recommended i mean if you're really trying to build up your resume for finance careers the courses that we're offering you know excel modeling uh, financial statement modeling dcf valuation m a modeling um there's even a venture capital course if you're interested in that there's a powerpoint course accounting or if you're really focused on just getting better at interviews there's an investment banking interview course so um i would yeah definitely recommend you take advantage of that benefit it's one of the biggest benefits besides besides looking good on your resume i see those are probably the two biggest benefits of the internship. All right. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I'd read, I'd read the the guide in terms of we have at the top of the Slack group for the interns, we have like an example of how to put it on your resume um, just to feature it um, as best you can, stuff like that. Uh, Gunjan, you have another question? Uh, yes. So uh, I just wanted to know more about the um, full-time opportunities. As I said, that I'm very much willing to uh, be in the financial modeling and valuation space. So do you have any opportunities in that? Or you are offering more of a research opportunities as we are doing it in internships? So yeah, it, it's more along like continuing what, what the internship is like. Um, we, do have, um, we do have opportunities for financial modeling evaluation, but typically we're hiring in lower cost of living areas so that uh -huh. we can uh, train and, and place them and there'll be some margin there uh, for the oh. bank. Um, so it's tough living in the Bay Area. I know how expensive it is here because I'm right south of you, like an hour south. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I mean, if you're doing a good job, yeah, we could, there could be something there. Um, so 
um, earning some capital and so you're you know getting paid but it's um, again it's it's not easy to get just because there's there's a lot of people um, yeah yeah sure but still I would love to know more about the opportunities and let's see how it goes for sure for sure thank you for joining this week and yeah I'd be happy to uh, review your resume next uh, next Friday thank you so much Patrick. no worries uh sanyam asked do we have a corporate access to grammarly i think sanyam i think we have like three or four accounts um so that we can do the the plagiarism checks primarily so um, do we have the separate one or the we need to send for the review then they will check it josh can tell you josh can show you um how to do that he'll know those details you know have you have you spoken with josh no no on the internship so it's josh at Wall Street. He's he's in the Slack chat. Yeah, I, I can see that. He's Josh at Wall Street. Yeah, I yeah. can see. Um, but anyways, I got to run. I'm a little late for my call, but thank you all for joining this week. Let's stay in touch. I hope to see you guys again next Friday. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time. <laughs>